14 minutes it is before 9 p.m. We're under the microscope this evening and today's World Water Day, which is a day aimed at highlighting the importance of fresh water and also advocating for the sustainable management of water resources. Now, one town that seems to have certainly been struggling with uh, water for some time now is the Makana local municipality out in the Eastern Cape uh, in a town formerly known as Gramstown. Now, about a year ago, the Makanda High Court uh, uh, ordered that the municipality be dissolved as a result of its uh, unconstitutional failure to deliver services to the community. And it seems by recent accounts that uh, there continue to be some challenges around the treatment of wastewater in the area and i'm joined to uh, speak about some of these issues by uh, the executive mayor of the local municipality out in makana and that is mzuki simpatron good evening to you and welcome good evening to you and good evening to your listeners um what is the state of play there uh, executive mayor what is the latest when it comes to the water situation in the area uh, because certainly in my recollection i guess there were some reports um, towards at the end of February, where there was a sense that, you know, certain pumps had been sent to Johannesburg for refurbishment. Uh, there'd been a collapse of the waterworks. There'd been some challenges, uh, uh, you know, in the area with residents being able to access water. Uh, where are we now uh, when it comes to that particular situation? Uh, thank you very much for the invite. Um, You're quite right in your intro that we did have a challenge with water there where one pump as valve assist and that resulted in a leaking of water from the pump set and then it flooded the entire uh, room where other four uh, pump sets are located but as we speak now um, we have been able to fix one of those pumps and it is fully operational and then it's able to give us 50 percent of the water uh, this weekend we received the second pump and we've installed it and we are now hoping that by tomorrow it will also be operational which will give us now 50, 100% water uh, in Makanda from that particular area. There seems to be a systemic challenge uh, uh, here, Executive Mayor. I mean, aside from uh, the issues we're speaking about, which are very specific about, uh, you know, a few pumps, uh, uh, but uh, there seems to be a broad and a very systemic issue in a country, of course, yes, that is water scarce, where you do have the drought. Uh, but uh, a systemic challenge, I guess, uh, as one, the population has grown in that area uh, with uh, very aged infrastructure and infrastructure uh, from a treatment works perspective and the entire water value chain uh, that needs some fixing. Where are you as a local municipality and I guess with your partners, uh, both at a district and even at a national level, uh, in resolving this? We, we, we are far advanced in trying to resolve at least the water problem uh, in Makanda. Um, we have got two sources of water in Makanda. There's the eastern side and the western side. The eastern side is supplied by James Clayhans Water Treatment Plant, which gets its water from Glen Melville Dam, which gets its water from the Fish River. We there getting about 10 million megaliters of water per day uh, when it operates at 100%. Um, we are upgrading that facility at the moment. Uh, to be able to give us 20 million liters of water per day, double the amount of water that is given now currently. The four-phase project, we are now on phase two. We're hoping to complete it uh, next year. In, so Eastern, in the western side, we're getting water from the dams. Um, those dams are now almost dry. Uh, there we're getting about uh, six million liters of water per day at a maximum. 
But mm. now, because they are, dry, they are dry, we're getting 5 million liters of water per day. Sure. But we're able okay. to, to bring water from the east to the west to supplement the water that is there in the west. Of course, we're still experiencing some drought. Um, but once mm. the upgrade is completed next year, we should be able to get 20 million liters of water. And the city itself mm. needs about 80 million sure. liters of water per day. So we're hoping to be able okay. to to deal with that. But of course, you're quite correct. Executive Mayor. Sure, sure. Sorry, Executive Mayor. Uh, Unfortunately, we need to take a quick spot break. But when we come back, I want us to talk about that issue of the aged infrastructure and I guess the implications for the future as well. Okay. Eight minutes it is before 9pm. We're under the microscope and this evening we are turning our attention to Makana local municipality out in the Eastern Cape and the Executive Mayor um, Zugasi Mpashwa is my guest this evening and we're talking about the water situation uh, in the area and uh, which has certainly been uh, challenged with the uh, 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 issues related to access to water for a long period, uh, of course, uh, driven by the onset of the drought, uh, which uh, is, uh, I guess, uh, a few years in, in uh, continuing now, uh, that particular drought in that part of the world. And uh, uh, Executive Mayor, I guess before we went to the break, you just wanted to make a brief comment on the age of uh, some of the, uh, I guess, water treatment and reticulation infrastructure in the area. Yes. I wanted to say that uh, you are correct. We've got an aged infrastructure of water and sanitation. We are now trying to uh, bring in new infrastructure. We are replacing some of the pipes uh, that way of asbestos, which have been put there a long time ago, with the new PVC pipes, which are also much bigger than the size that were there before. That program is underway as we speak. We're also upgrading uh, most of our uh, treatment plants. Uh, we've done not only here in Makanda, but we've done one in Ripley East, one in Alice Dale, and uh, one uh, in Belmont Valley, and um, another one um, in the Mayfield. So we are upgrading our, our infrastructure. We have a program to upgrade our infrastructure, even under the very serious financial difficulties. Um, we are upgrading the infrastructure mm. as we go along. But mm. the demand for the upgrade is, is much more than the municipality can afford. For instance, we've got two water treatment plants, two waste water treatment plants in Makanda. Mm. Uh, for us to fix those, uh, we need about 365 million rands, which we don't have. Um, and, and then it has a serious impact in terms of development of the city. We are unable to develop the city because we have to first fix the wastewater treatment plants. Uh, but we have applied to all sources of government, uh, such as the TBSA and the presidential uh, stimulus packages. So we're not really sitting... Uh, but we are trying everything that we can to make sure that we do. We are assisted, of course, by Goha Development Agency to put together mm. a business plans so that those funding institutions can be able to uh, look at our, our proposals. Yeah. What implications, I mean, uh, you know, uh, does this have on two fronts? I mean, the first one, I guess, is the primary front, which is, you know, the basic right to, uh, you know, a life-giving liquid like water. 
uh, for many of the people in the communities uh, of that area. And I'm not talking about people who can afford water. I mean, uh, I guess I'm thinking of uh, people who you know, are very reliant on the supply that comes from the municipality. And then I guess the second layer uh, is for some of the industry in the area who are, are reliant on the provision by the municipality of water as a critical input to their production processes. Well, uh, during this crisis uh, that we have been experiencing over the last three weeks, um, what we have done, we have relied mainly on the groundwater. In other words, on the boreholes. We've got quite a few boreholes that we have in Makanda, and we've been drawing water from those sources, and we've been cutting water to the communities uh, using, of course, our own trucks and also trucks that we got from uh, Gift of the Givers. Um, so we've been cutting water to the communities whilst we are fixing those pump sets that uh, are in the James Cleaners. So although we've been doing that, of course, there were some challenges because the demand was much more than the supply. And of course, as you know, uh, to cut water is much more expensive than uh, to reticulate water. But that is what we've done for the communities and then which we are still doing even as, as, as we speak now. Um, but for the communities and for the business people, we, we, are, we are using the same water. Uh, we've got water in the, in, the, in the business side of things, as I said, in the Vineck area, a water treatment plant there. We've also got boreholes there as well. So the impact has not been that great in terms of the communities and also in terms of the, of the business people. We've been able to mitigate the impact. It could have been much worse if we didn't have this uh, underground water. And, and, I mean, in terms of a long-term solution, I guess you've touched on, on the refurbishing of some of the uh, uh, infrastructure, be it in terms of bulk water, where you're sourcing the water, and even its reticulation and its treatment. Um, but I guess in terms of, you know, the, the financial implications for you as a municipality, I mean, one would think that even when, you know, water's not coming out of the taps, you still have to be able to to bill for some of it. Um, uh, and uh, I guess with the infrastructure that you have, the kind of water losses, for instance, you would have, uh, will continue to be something that's going to be a problem for yourselves. Um, is there a long-term plan in place to, to deal with that, uh, be it yourselves, alongside some of your counterparts at a provincial and even at a national level? As I said, the, the, the long-term solution is the, is, the, is the upgrade of the James Clay Nance water treatment plant. Once that upgrade is complete, as I said, next year, it will give us 20 million liters of water per day which is more than enough for our size of the city. So that would be a long-term solution. But, of course, we'll rely on the underground water as a backup in the event that there is a challenge. But also, we are using four pumps at the moment, two at a time. But we've also bought a set, a fifth pump set, so that it remains as a, as a, as a, as a reserve. In the event one of the pumps, uh, you know, fails, that reserve will just kick in, just like a spare wheel. So we are hoping that with that kind of an approach, we'll be mitigating any challenge that will be coming our way. But of course, we'll continue to upgrade the infrastructure, as I said, replacing the asbestos pipes, mm. uh, which are small, with the PVC pipes, because we're also experiencing a lot of water that is lost because of the old sure. uh, pipes that are underground. So those are some of the uh, long-term projects that we're putting in place uh, as we also apply to all of these other funding sources 
for much more um, funds to upgrade all of our facilities for long-term purposes. Okay. Shagaz, unfortunately, we have run out of time, but uh, that you could take time out to speak to us this evening. Thank you very much. 9 p.m. is the time, folks, and uh, that's where we're going to have to leave things off now uh, for this uh, Monday. Uh, back with you again, same time, same place, uh, tomorrow evening uh, on uh, the Mighty Metro. The man with the music is standing by. He's with you from 9 to midnight. Have yourself a great evening. Take strength, my Africa. Bye.